and welcome to We'll Never Be Royals, the podcast where we talk about royal things. I'm Rossi and that's LK. Hey mate. How's your shit? Um, it has been overwhelmed by the announcement of Harry and Meghan's baby number two. You? Oh, I know. How exciting. And it's definitely going to be a girl, I've decided, because um, I'm, I won't go as far to say that they've genetically engineered it that way, but they're perfect and so their children will be a perfect variety of child. I totally agree. But on guys, we're, we're really stepping up our Instagram game and we did a poll on our story yesterday and 60% of you think it's going to be a boy. Uh, I see. Because um, doesn't gender come from the male and Harry's one of two boys or something? This is my understanding of genetics. Yes, that's correct. I won't go into detail, but yes, that's correct. Excellent. I mean, what are you hoping for? Oh, I'm hoping for a girl, but also um, it was very cute that they made the announcement on Valentine's Day, which is the same date that Harry's birth was announced. Oh, that's fucking adorable. I know. So maybe that means it's also going to be a boy. Yeah, okay. I really want it to be like triplets or something, but it's not, right? (laughs) Well, we don't know that. It could be. Don't you just get bored with singular births? Like once you know the name and the gender, it's like, well, okay, we're done with that. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe some people do, but I think, you know, generally people are just happy of the miracle of life. Yeah, righto. Also, exciting news, re Harry and Meg's, Oprah is going to do their first televised interview since they left the palace. It's going to air March 7th on CBS. Wow. Wow, that is big news that I hadn't heard. Well, look, I hadn't heard it either, and marketing director Billy uh, sent me the link to it earlier, so thank you. Huh. CBS is interesting because doesn't Oprah have her own cable network? Yeah, but maybe it's owned by CBS. I don't know. How does that work? Well, um, Oprah's best friend Gail works on the morning show for CBS. So maybe, yeah, okay. But also, I think CBS is like, I don't know, producer Rob, who's very um, leftist. Every time I put on CBS, he's like, oh, I don't watch CBS because they're a bunch of Republicans. But I don't know where that comes from beyond that comment. Oh, interesting. Yeah, part of their political push. Yes, trying to be uh, bipartisan. Yeah. Do you think Harry will wear his hair up? What do you mean hair up? Well, because he has a ponytail now. Oh, because he has a man bun. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, he didn't in that baby photo, just feed it up. Shit. Very happy for them. Oh, very happy. And look, we did get ourselves in a bit of strife last time that we were speculating that she was pregnant and then she had a miscarriage, which was very sad and unfortunate. So yeah, I think we can be excited this time though, right? Yeah. And also I think we probably called it because when we were talking about the fact that she was pregnant, she probably actually was pregnant. So. Uh, No, you've cocked up the timeline. We were excited about her being pregnant and then she had the miscarriage and then we had to retract our excitement (laughs) and park it for a few months and wait for this announcement and now we're excited again. I actually think, not to play semantics, but she announced the miscarriage. I think she was probably pregnant when she told everyone about the miscarriage because the miscarriage happened in like May or some shit. Uh, Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. So everybody's wrong and everybody's right. 
poor Eugenie's always getting trumped by Harry and Megs. She had a baby this week, a baby boy. It was very exciting for about three days. And then Megan swoops in with more news. She did this at her wedding as well. I know. And aren't you, Eugenie and Harry, meant to be like besties? Yep. Ugh, the poor thing. Yeah, it looks bad. But very happy for Eugenie and Jack. And I think I haven't looked at it for a few days, but uh, the odds were on them naming the boy Philip. Oh, that would be nice because he's born in the 100th year of Philip. Well, that's true. But also apparently Eugenie just adores her grandfather. So Stop. Yeah, that would be that would be nice. That would be so nice. And I think Eugenie gets a one up because won't her baby have a title and Megan's won't? Uh I don't know if the baby gets a title because old mate didn't get a title. Jack didn't yeah. get a title. Oh uh, yeah. So maybe it's just like its title is like royal adjacent. Philip the royal adjacent, the first. Yeah, okay. So that's all the um royal baby news we've got for you. Can I just uh, give you an unasked for opinion? Um, okay, go, yep. So love Harry and Megs, obvi. Love Archie, very cute. I'm still not over the fact that they called that baby Archie as its full name. Like I just think it's a travesty and if they pull that shit again, I'm going to have to write someone a letter. Oh, mate, they're 100% going to do it this time and because they haven't left the royal family, they're just going to go rogue. Well, what if they don't and they have a girl and they call it Elizabeth just to fuck with everyone? Yeah, that would be fun too. Yeah, that'd be really good. Anyway, time will tell. How long do we think this baby's got to bake? Oh, she looked pretty um she looked pretty pregnant in that photo. So Yeah. And she's like having a quote unquote geriatric pregnancy, so they probably waited a while to announce. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I reckon she's probably, she might be like four or five months, so yeah. Wow. This is so exciting. It's truly made my year. <laughs> uh, mate, good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. What's made your year? Probably getting engaged, mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got that diamond. Everybody, Rossi got a diamond ring and she named it Lady Di after Diana. <laughs> <laughs> I did because I just got the diamond. When Billy proposed, I just got the diamond. So I was just banging around with the diamond for a few days and I didn't have it in a, in a ring yet, set in a ring. So I was just calling her Lady Di. Like, shit, where did I put Lady Di? Have you got Lady Di? Where is it? <laughs> did you just carry Lady Di around in a Ziploc bag for a while? This week, LK, we are doing a Rates for Mates. Woo-woo! Q track. Rates for mates, where we rate stuff for our mates. We are rating for our mates the Royal Family YouTube channel. Yeah, we are, which is a surprising place. First of all, it's just the channel is just called the Royal Family, which is a big fuck you to every other Royal Family in the world. They've just claimed it. It really is. But um, I think you'd be disappointed if you Googled Royal Family and you got the Royal Family from Sweden. You'd be like, oh, I don't want these bastards. I want the British one. That's true. I wouldn't mind a bit of Fred and Mary. Yeah, that's true. They could make a, a couple of cameos. That would be make it that would oh. make it a bit more fun. Oh, 
Do you reckon they'll – oh, my God. Do you reckon Megan will have, like, a real person baby shower not, now that she's not a royal and invite, like, all the celebrities and Mary? She did that last time. Remember she flew to New York to have a baby shower? Yeah, but that was just with, like – yeah, I guess she did. And it, But wasn't it just, like, Serena Williams and that woman that she's not friends with anymore? <laughs> okay, so let's talk about this royal family YouTube channel. What did you like about it? Can I start with what I didn't like? Okay, go on then. (laughs) I didn't like the comments are turned off because um, my taxes are paying their salary and if I want to respond to Kate on a Zoom call, then I will, goddammit, but I can't because comments are off. Okay, that's a valid point except for the bit about you paying taxes Um. in the UK. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure like in Australia we must pay like some thing that ends up at Buckingham Palace. No, there must be like a fucking crown tariff or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know about that. We should look into that. That's a good point. Well, I I will say I have spent a fair bit of dough at the official Buckingham Palace gift shop the last couple of months. So I've, I'm sponsoring them is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, well, I don't want to get too bogged down in this, but and this is why I wanted to start with the good stuff first, but it's really boring. The whole channel is really boring. <laughs> it's absolutely expected because obviously they just want to show you the bits that they want to show us. But look, heads up, do not click on anything with the title Clarence House, okay? Just don't. It's so boring. Okay, on a more positive note, did love the vintage stuff. Like you can watch Biz's Christmas message from 1957. I know. I, I watched that too. That was that. Look, that's probably my favourite bit. Yeah, that and my other favourite bit is the recipes. Oh, yeah, okay, all right. Which, um, By the way, Biz is very opinionated in that 1957 Christmas message. Yeah, I think he, I've got a take on this that I don't know how to articulate. I think... Back in the day when information was a little bit more difficult to disseminate, maybe you had to be a little bit more pointed because it was kind of like a game of telephone. Like the further it reached out, the lesser the message became. And so you had to start the message with a sharp tongue so that by the time it reached all the people, at least some of the essence got through. Whereas today, it's like everyone's being watched 24-7 and if you scratch your nose the wrong way, then it's interpreted negatively and so you have to do the opposite. Does that make sense? Well, mate, it actually it does and that was a, a, a good but long-winded explanation. I liked it. Thank you. I mean, we've got time on this pod for long-winded explanations, no? <laughs> we do. We've got all the time in the world. <laughs> Um, I have to say, though, the most watched video is Harry and Meghan's wedding. It's got 35 million views, which is actually not that many, like, in YouTube land because the most watched YouTube video ever is Baby Shark and it has 7.05 billion views. Whoa, bro. It's a lot shorter, though, no? Yeah, it is a lot shorter, I guess. But um, that it, look, it's a very good edit of Harry and Meg's wedding. Like they just they cut out all the boring stuff. They just get to the good stuff. But there's no commentary, right? No, but that's great. You just watch it, and nah. I also I, I, I look. I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just kind of skipped through it to the good bits, and then I also watched 
Oh, I also watched Bill's and Kate's wedding, which I haven't seen in ages. And it was lovely. It was so nice. It was so much better than Harry and Meghan's, I think. Yeah, I know. But don't you need some, like, some royalist to sit there with spectacles on and tell you exactly what's happening as it's happening? I really need that. No, I, I can go without it. But how do you know, like, who the bitch in the red hat is? How do you know that that's the Earl of Winchester's cousin's dog sitter? Like, that's the detail that I need. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say on a more positive note, some of the soundtracks were pretty tight, you know? A lot of um, high-end elevator music, like a soft piano lull. You know, they did a good job. Yeah, yeah, actually, do you know what I'm really into at the moment? I know you didn't like Bridgerton, but you can listen to the Bridgerton soundtrack on Spotify and it's all like modern music but classically arranged. So I think the Royal Family YouTube channel should use some of that Bridgerton music. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm going to go look it up. Yeah, it's awesome. Mate, you really are a woman of diverse tastes because last time we spoke about music, you'd memorise the rap bits to Hamilton. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Why, thank you. And then also after listening to the Bridgerton soundtrack on Spotify, my workmate and I stumbled across a classical version of WAP by Cardi B. <laughs> oh. It's pretty good. Was Did it have the naughty words in it or was it the sanitised version? No, it didn't have any words. It's just, it's oh. just the classical arrangement. How many times do you think Harry and Meghan have listened to WAP? 100% they know what it is. Yeah. What, LK, would you like to see more of on the Royal Family YouTube channel? Personality. (laughs) (laughs) I want exclusive content. I want, like, Camilla to do a channel that's just, like, her feeding the dogs every morning, you know, and it's only available on the Royal Family YouTube. That's what I'm here for. Right. Look, I got a tiny bit excited when I saw, because actually what I also really liked about this was the the way they had named the videos and put them in categories. It was so well filed, which I really appreciate. Um, (laughs) But they had a section called behind the scenes and I was like, yes, this is up my alley. But then it was just like behind the scenes of like the carriages and the changing of the guard in the snow. Like no one cares about that. That's not behind the scenes. No. And then you can watch like 85 videos of the renovations of Frogmore. And like that sounds boring, but the video is even more boring than it sounds. Yep. And like this is what the British royal family have really struggled to grasp the last, I don't know, maybe since World War II, that people are interested in the scandal And so why don't they just reveal that part of their lives because the media eventually discovers it. So why don't they just reveal it themselves and then they can own the narrative a little bit better and that's what people want to see. And who cares if that's, you know, if they don't like it, they should just give us that. (laughs) Because we deserve it. Yes, because we're, you know, paying tax (laughs) in the UK. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. I kind of think the opposite though. Like do we only, are we only interested because we know they're never going to tell us, you know? Is it kind of like how men prefer women in a bikini to a naked woman? It's like the element of the unknown is actually what's most attractive. Maybe. Sorry, not to, not to just play devil's advocate because 
I don't know. But even when the royal family started doing like garden parties and they started shaking people's hands, like we later discovered that every person that shook the Queen's hand was a plant. Like they were, those people were planted, they were vetted, they were, you know, someone that the Queen could have a surface level conversation with. Yeah, that is a buzzkill. But, mate, like, have you ever worked in a call centre and had to, like, call people at random? It's not fun. (laughs) That's essentially what we're asking her to do, just, like, go out into the public and see what bubbles up. The public (laughs) is shit. So how many many stars are we going to give it, LK? Can I give it – I give it – look, (laughs) I'll give it one star for trying – and two stars for potential. So two stars all up. Two, maybe two and a half. Yeah. I mean, it's good that they've reserved the name so that they can one day maybe turn it into something viable. But right now it's really just a placeholder. Yeah, that's true. Oh, actually, there was one interesting thing I discovered. Go on. Um, in the About tab they have – It says, welcome to the Royal Family Channel, the official channel of the British monarchy. For the latest in the life and work of the Royal Family, visit uh, royal.uk. And then it lists other websites that are linked to the Royal Family. So it's royal.gov.uk, princeofwales.gov.uk, Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Then it's princehenryofwales.org. Ooh. Which is Harry's former website before he married Meghan. And then when you click through to it, it just <laughs> redirects you to um, the royal.uk website. Oof. But also they I wonder if they had updated it to um, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex when they had that active title and then <laughs> have they reverted back to this? I don't know. It's fascinating. I mean, mm. you just start to think about when they made that shock announcement, which was just a bang on a year ago, right? Like how many people shat themselves, you know, because <laughs> their whole job changed. Yes, a lot of people. Yeah, not to mention, yeah, it's like a, I mean, it's hard to talk about because we all shat ourselves because of Pando, but they shat themselves twice in one year. So two, two and a half stars, don't bother. <laughs> Yeah, guys, don't bother. But um, oh, the, look, I would recommend going back and watching Kate and Will's wedding. And But look, if you need the commentary and you don't have it, just put the Bridgerton soundtrack on in the background. Maybe that's what we should do one day is just record a pod that's us commentating uh, Will's and Kate's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a really good idea. I know. I know. That would be amazing. I'd like, I'd listen. I think I would too. Actually, okay, when I was watching the wedding, I decided that you and I are going to London for the next royal wedding. Okay, great. Which will be? Well, look, one of significance, which will be George. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we can last another 30 years. Yeah, let's, we're going, okay? Okay. Okay, well... Thanks for listening. Please go and check out our website, lkandrossi.com. We started a YouTube channel. We're doing heaps of articles. There's lots of good content on there, so go and have a squeeze. Also, we're really upping our Instagram game, so go on there and check out our stories. Yep. Um, what else? Oh, okay. I heard, 
last week in passing on a different podcast that apparently you can manipulate the um, iTunes top podcast listings, like you can hack them. So maybe we should do that. Yeah, let's definitely do that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) If you love us, please leave a review. If you're not that fond of us, then maybe don't. Yeah. We have gotten a a sassy review or two, which actually I, I don't mind. Look, we're happy for the feedback, but also why would you keep listening to us if you didn't like us? Like there's so many more podcasts you could listen to. Yeah. And I, look, I'm all for a sassy review as long as it's funny. So if you're going to diss us, make it hilarious. <laughs> Don't just put a sad face emoji. It's stupid. Yeah. Put in some effort. Yeah. Like we do. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening and see you all of a sudden. Bye. G'day, LK. Hey, girl. How are you travelling? I'm a bit bored in ISO. I'm thinking of shaving off my eyebrows and starting again. Same. Except I have really good eyebrows. You know what we should do? What, mate? We should both shave our eyebrows and see whose will grow back the quickest. What a ripper idea. But we've already got our hands full with the pod, the Facebook the Instagram, and the website, alkainrossi.com. Yeah, okay. How about we start a new social media platform of our very own? We'll call it Rossigram. Righto, mate. Let's whack it on the Trello board. Actually, I've got to go shave my eyebrows. See you all of a sudden.